Hello, this is David Jenkins, La Plata Town Council member from Ward 4. I will be your host for this podcast titled La Plata Ward 4 Update, providing updates about the La Plata Town Council meetings, issues affecting you as residents, and other related activities. I've also started a La Plata Ward 4 video update, which are short videos about specific projects and issues, and have been posted to my Facebook page, facebook.com backslash djenkins lp town council ward 4 backslash these videos are also posted to the app or the website called next door www.nextdoor.com slash backslash dot newsfeed a little background the town council has their work sessions each month on the second and third tuesday and then we have our business meeting on the fourth tuesday all meetings start at 6 p.m., and now the town council work sessions and business meetings are now hybrid. That is, you can attend in person or virtually. Each agenda provides a link to attend virtually using the Microsoft Teams platform. Meeting, meeting agendas can be accessed to the town website, www.townlittleplata.org. And please note, all meetings are recorded so you can view them later at your, le- at your leisure. So now let's get started with our latest update. Hi, and welcome again to this latest episode of La Plata Ward 4 Update Podcast. This is Dave Jenkins, La Plata Town Council member from Ward 4, and your host for this podcast, as well as my companion La Plata Ward 4 video update, which is posted on YouTube. I'm going to talk about um, what I believe is an urgent need for a fiscal analysis study. Well, Plato's development pattern does not necessarily generate enough taxes or revenue to pay for needed infrastructure and services that we all use. There is a gap between what these revenues generate and the need to continue to provide these services now and in the future as the town continues to grow. We need to then be fiscally sustainable so that service costs can align with what our citizens expect and are willing to pay now and in the future for these needed public services. I also believe there is a need to reevaluate the town's dependency on residential development to fund infrastructure. We need to diversify our tax base despite our somewhat limited area and perhaps zoning categories. The right kind of commercial and, de- and commercial development is needed because they demand less services than residential housing. And what I mean, in my opinion, with respect to the right kind of de- commercial and, devel- and industrial development, I would ask the question, do we really need another gas station or a car wash or a storage facility? I, I believe we need industrial commercial development that creates jobs, but again, demands less on our services. And we can talk about that more in later podcasts. So this this need to, di- to diversify our town tax base and our dependence on residential development is highlighted in the town's 2020 comprehensive plan and specifically the municipal growth element which is on page 31 of the Comprehensive Plan. And bear with me why I uh, quote an excerpt, which is very pertinent to this discussion. And I quote, The town's tax base is largely residential, 
which raises questions about the town's ability to provide the expected level of municipal services as residential growth occurs. A growing body of empirical evidence shows that while commercial and industrial development can indeed improve the financial well-being of a local government, residential development worsens it. While residential growth brings with it new taxes and fees and revenues, it also brings demand for local government services, which often exceeds the revenue generated by these new houses. Ensuring that municipal growth yields diverse land uses will be a critical evaluation point when considering potential growth areas, end of quote. And again, this is policy direction that I believe requires us to do a fiscal impact analysis. So let me get to that that question as well. During the preparation of our fiscal 24 budget uh, back in February of t- 2023, I submitted the following budget request to, to conduct cons- consulting services to do a land use fiscal analysis with an estimated budget of $90,000. And the purpose of this would be to conduct a fiscal analysis to quantify and map the fiscal performance of the town's existing and future development pattern, and then use this information to make informed decisions on land use, infrastructure, and economic development for fiscal sustainability and better manage financial resources with transparency to the public. So um, so I made this request in February of uh, 2023 for our current fiscal year budget, which started July 1st of this year and ends uh, June 30th of 2024. Now, this request, my budget request, is based upon the following town policies. I've already quoted the um, from page 31 of the Town Comprehensive Plan, which support this. There's also another element within the Town's tra- Comprehensive Plan which supports this as well. Specifically, goal number four, and I quote, La Plata will expand its boundaries when and where there is a clear net economic and or environmental benefit to doing so and why and why and only when supported by adequate public facilities. So again, another policy support for this study. This is also supported by the town's uh, 2022 strategic plan passed by the town council in August or September of last year. Specifically, one of the goals is good governments, good governance. And I would again quote, we will serve as responsible stewards of community trust in making decisions to maximize public service value to our residents manage all assets as a responsible fiduciary, ensure funds are available for providing quality services in an equitable manner, and our infrastructure is maintained now and in the future by prioritizing long-term financial sustainability over short-term tasks. So again, this is another support for, for my budget request for a fiscal impact analysis study. Another goal in the town's strategic 2020 strategic plan includes a goal of public service readiness. And I quote again, plan and develop the systems and infrastructure needed to meet growing demand while supporting the health, safety, and wellness of residents and natural resources. And one specific item that is very important here also is to measure capital projects 
for for return on investment where where it is needed. That is return on investment or return on ROI. Are we getting the best bang for your tax dollar when we uh, build and maintain uh, infrastructure? Is also supported by a, a presentation made by our town treasurer at our budget retreat in February of 23, when she talked about develop and maintain a long-term financial plan that projects revenues, expenditures, financial position, and external factors for all funds at least five years into the future, and to be cautious of, of, of increasing the, our expense ratio. So again, this, all these elements or all these policies, I believe, support the need for a fiscal impact analysis as I presented in a budget request. And in fact, it is now part of the, our current fiscal year 24 budget. As a sideline, I would also note that uh, I would also encourage the Planning Commission to include a fiscal analysis as part of their proposed adequate public facilities ordinance. Uh, as as we've discussed, development affects the town's fiscal sustainability to fund needed infrastructure and particularly maintenance costs that are associated with these facilities once they are owned or turned over to the town. We should know what 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 does it cost us to maintain a lane mile of town road, a linear feet of water and sewer lines, a linear feet of stormwater management pipes. And what does it cost per acre or, or per person to main, maintain our parks? And what does it cost us to for each new police officer that we will need in the future? So from my perspective, this fiscal impact analysis is needed now to fully understand the cost of development to existing and future town residents and our fiscal uh, structure and physical ability to pay maintenance costs in the future. As I indicated, this was proposed uh, as a budget request for $90,000. It has been included in our budget. Uh, this budget item was discussed at, at the town council's October 10th, 2023 town council meeting to review this and to see if we would move forward on this budget request. I would urge you, uh, to, if you want to view this discussion from this meeting, uh, you can go to the to the town's YouTube site uh, and look for the town council meeting of October tenth, twenty twenty three, and you can uh, go to minute twenty three uh, minutes and fifty five seconds where, where we begin this discussion, uh, and it ends at minute thirty nine and fifteen seconds where we ended the discussion, and there was a consensus from the town council to move this item forward as part of our uh, budget uh, implementation. So I believe the town, the uh, town manager and the staff will now begin to develop a request for proposal and or a request for qualification to select a consultant to begin this study. Uh, I will keep you up to speed on how this progresses progresses in the future. Uh, I'll also provide in the uh, podcast notes examples from other communities around the country where this analysis has taken place, and in fact, in some communities. They use this as part of their daily review of development projects. So I'll pro- provide those links as well. And finally, I would close again by um, expressing my sadness at the passing of Councilman Jim Goldsmith from Ward 1. Uh, the town has, has started a process to, uh, to, for a replacement to finish his term. 
which will end in May of 2025. Uh, you can find this process on the town website, website, and I'll provide a link as well in the podcast notes. But essentially, um, folks who want to who want to consider uh, fulfilling this term from Ward One, uh, the town will be receiving uh, qualified applications uh, until Thursday, November the 9th. To be considered a qualified applicant, you must be a, a voter, qualified voter in the town of La Plata. You must have resided in uh, Ward Number One of the town of La Plata for at least one year prior to this. Uh, you must not be employed by or under the direction of the town of La Plata, or hold any other employment relationship that could create a conflict of interest or or an appearance of that conflict. Uh, you can verify if you were Ward 1 residents by looking at the map, uh, but also you could go to the State of Maryland Board of, of Elections and, and an online tool where you can verify what you, ward you're in, but also if you're a qualified voter. Again, all this information will be provided in the link uh, that I will provide in the notes. So once you're, you think you're qualified, uh, all interested applicants should provide a one page cover letter, a one-page revenue, a complete, uh, completed and notarized financial disclosure statement. Uh, this statement can be obtained from the town hall, or you can download it from our website. Uh, so all this application package must be submitted to the town no later than 12 p.m. on Thursday, November the 9th. Now, after that closing of that date, uh, the town council will then be in, in a closed session on Tuesday, November the 14th, to review all the applicants. Uh, the appointment election will be held at our regular town council meeting for Tuesday, November the 21st at 6 p.m. Uh, if you have questions regarding this, you can certainly uh, call our call Kelly Phipps, our director of legislative services. Uh, and her email is legislative at townoflaplata.org. Like I said, I will provide a link to this Ward 1 vacancy. So I just wanted to bring you up to speed on that latest process and how we, we are proceeding that is required in the town ordinance. So thank you again for your interest in the Plata and, you, and your community. Please email me at djenkins at townoflaplata.org with your questions or comments. Thanks again, and be safe, and have an enjoyable fall. This concludes the latest La Plata Town Council Award for Update. I hope you find this podcast informative and useful, so let me know what you think. I look forward to speaking to you again and listening to your questions and concerns. To reach me, my email address is djenkins at townoflaplata.org or my cell phone number is 301-263-3471. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.